Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 874, Your Salary is Not Your Self-Worth, and Why I Gave Myself Permission to Earn Less, part one, by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. And a happy 4th of July if you are in the US. I am Dan, I'm your host, and this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance every weekday, including holidays. And today's article is a bit on the longer side, so I'm going to read the first half for you today and then finish it up tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one as we continue optimizing your life. Your salary is not your self-worth and why I gave myself permission to earn less. Part one by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. It's been an interesting first year as a full-time freelance writer. For starters, I didn't even know that I'd still be out on my own at this point. My last day of work was June 26, 2015, and all I knew was that I had a bunch of cash saved up and at least six months of client work ahead of me. What would happen after six months? I could only imagine. Maybe I'd have another six months of work ahead of me, but maybe I wouldn't. Maybe all my clients would drop me. In that case, if I had to use a little bit of my savings, I would. And if I had to get a job, I would. Even if I just needed a little bit of stable income and I had to get a job at Starbucks, I would and was prepared to do that. But I haven't had to do any of that yet, which is one way I can measure my success. In all my jobs before this, I would have instead measured my success by the size of the raise I got every year. When I was a teenager, I loved getting 25 cents an hour and 50 cents per hour raises. They proved I worked hard and deserved a little more money for my efforts. Once, I even told the owner of the coffee shop bakery I worked at that I was going to quit and go work somewhere I could make more money. She offered me a dollar an hour more to stay because she couldn't afford to lose me. I was on top of the world. When I stepped into my first management position, I got a $4 an hour raise that made me feel like a freaking boss. Rightly so, I suppose, since I was one. In all the positions I earned hourly wages, getting a raise made me feel good, like people knew I was doing a good job and I was worth more money but that mindset had to shift when I worked for the government. Let me preface this by saying it's not my former employer's fault. Like all unions, the government operates under pay grades and scales. Your position has a number, I was an 18, and there is a pay scale you move up each year where you're given a small raise essentially equivalent to the cost of living. I still liked getting those little boosts in my salary. They always helped, although I used to spend it all back in the day. But it wasn't a measure of how hard I worked, and I worked really hard at that job. 
I got to do what I went to school for, desktop publishing and print production. I worked with an amazing team and I had managers who mentored and supported me. I should have been happy and I was for a long time until I found out that someone on my team who I felt was far less efficient and productive than I was and really didn't care about the job earned more than me. Things change when you see your coworkers' pay stubs. I wish that statement weren't true, but it is. I'm guessing this is every employer's worst nightmare too, that someone on your team will find out they make less money than someone else. Employers are probably terrified of people talking and figuring this stuff out, and they should be. Not because the employer has done anything wrong, but because it causes a tectonic shift in the foundation of your employee's happiness. Things change when you see your coworkers' pay stubs, and things really change when you find out you both started at the same time, but they were started at a step up on the pay scale than you. The reasoning? The other person had a little more professional experience. What wasn't understood at the time of hiring? I loved what I did, and I was going to kick butt at my job. After that, I noticed that I started keeping a mental tally of how much work I did compared to this other person. Some weeks, I produced as much as 300% more work. 240% was the average, but who's keeping track? Oh yeah, I was. We were on the same team, had the same job title, the same job description, and the same daily duties of which I knew I did more of, yet this person made more money than me, and it felt awful. Things changed after I saw my coworkers pay stub. As time went on, I grew more and more unhappy in my job. There were other things at play and it didn't help that I felt stuck because a hiring freeze made it nearly impossible to find another job anywhere within the government. But at the end of the day, it simply felt awful to be stuck on a pay scale where I was compensated based on the date that I started and not the commitment and effort I put into my work. I didn't feel this way when I started working in the private sector. There, I earned annual raises that were based on my performance and I had nothing to complain about. It helped that I was on the management team, but I truly did feel like I was being paid well, and I know the numbers only would have gone up if I had stayed. But my mindset shifted again after I joined the world of the self-employed. If you were reading this blog last July, you might remember that I started sharing how much I was earning each month. This is something I'd never done when I had a full-time job. I think I had shared what a few of my salaries were over the years, and you could have done the math to figure out what that looked like for me on a monthly basis, but I never specifically wrote, I made X dollars this month. Then, for whatever reason, I felt like I was supposed to share more numbers once I started working for myself. Some of that was an internal need, in that I felt like I needed to attach some numbers to how much I was spending, saving, etc. But it was also something that a large majority of my self-employed friends in the personal finance space did, so I felt like I had to follow suit. And the fact that I was making good money probably gave me the confidence to hit publish on those posts. I'm going to be very open about some numbers here, not because I want anyone to compare themselves to me, which is something you now know I've been guilty of doing too, but because I want to really be honest about my thought processes over the last year. I also think it's important to talk about how this stuff happens at all different salary ranges. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Your Salary is Not Your Self-Worth and Why I Gave Myself Permission to Earn Less by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. 
it's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And that should do it for today. Have yourself a happy and safe 4th of July if you're celebrating and listening in real time. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday show where we're going to finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.